What, what? Yes, people, it's your second chin check episode of the week. Uh, today, we are breaking down this week's card. Yup, that's right, people. We have got uh, Poirier v Hooker. It is our last fight night before Fight Island. And it's a fun card, right? So, um, yeah, sit back and let's uh, break all of this shit down. Right, right? Okay, so, uh, yeah, Saturday, we have got the last UFC card before the everything packs up and goes to Fight Island. And... Oh my days, this is some interesting shit right here. Poirier the hooker. Oh man, that's a difficult one to call, right? Yeah, it's a tricky one. Um, I mean, I'm still not quite sure, but uh, I will get to that when I get to it. Uh, we've got 10 fights on the card um, I think it's Anik Bisbing um, And Fitzgerald But I might be wrong Okay, so We start off in the prelims This is a fun fight It's a fun fight It's an interesting one as well Because both girls are making their UFC debut I think as well they're making their straw weight debut. Uh because we got Jin Yu Fei uh v K Hansen. And um a week ago they were both fighting in Invicta still. So um yeah, it it, it it's interesting that they're on the card. And also she's no longer on the card. Uh, but she had to pull out But Miranda Maverick Was scheduled to fight You know So we, we've got a, a few um, Invicta people Making a jump over Which is great I mean we've seen it before Right But um Yeah like these Three girls Like I've watched them fight in Invicta And they are Super Talented, so it's just like yo, don't gonna be interesting. So um, yeah, it it's, I think it's a, it's a closer fight than people might say, right? There's the records on, you know, Jin Yufei's had more fights, but. I think there's more that comes into it Now the interesting thing was Jin Fei, she's currently on a one fight win streak Right, and she she was the Invicta Atomweight Champion Right, she was the Atomweight Champion um, But she, um, 
Yeah, she missed weight in her last fight at Invicta 39. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, when you miss weight and you're a champion, you got to give up the belt. So um, she gave up the belt, but she did beat Ashley Cummings. Um, now, she lost the fight before that, but that was uh, at Risen 16... And she'd moved up, I believe. I forget to which weight class, but I know she'd moved up to challenge um, Ayaka Hamasaki. So, yeah, there is there is that. Um, I think when you look at her record, like, because she's, um, what, it, she's nine and four. Right, so you look at the record. Um, you know, she's I think most of her wins, like it's mostly strikes. You know, I think there's there was a couple rear nakeds, right? One at a Sugar Creek showdown. Um, and one in Rin, in Invicta, Invicta 10, right, but since, since then, it's, uh, yeah, it, it's been decisions, and the odd fight stopped by punches, right, so that is, um, Jin Fei. now, when you, I think Jin's also got She's not a bad wrestler. Right? So, there's that. Now, on the flip side, Kay Hansen. She's 6-3. and three, Right? 6-3. and three, But, she's on a free fight win streak. Okay? She's on a free fight win streak. She, um... She beat... Liana... Pirazon... Um, and that was March this year, right, that was March this year, oh, um, the Invicta 39, Fei's last win against Ashley Cummings, that was February this year, okay, alright, but yes, back to Hanson, so yeah, she last fought in March, um, and, yo, that was a good fight. It was a real good fight. I can't quite... If I remember correctly, I think um, Pirazon, she started hot. But then Hanson just got control and, uh, yeah, kind of took over. Took over the next two rounds. I think that's how it went down, if I remember correctly. So before that... She um, beat Nicole Calieri at Invicta 37 with a neck crank. Um, she'd also, um, yeah, she's, she's fought a few fights on the uh, Phoenix series. You know, she's fought on every one of them. Uh, but yeah, Hanson and... The thing about Hanson, right? So she's tenth planet, 
So her her ground game is ooh, her ground game is good. You know what I mean? It's a good game. So yeah, she's got some skills, man. She really does have some skills. But she's also won a few fights with ground and pound. You know, I, I think that's the big thing about Hanson. And she's super early in her career, right? But every time you watch her, she's definitely improved, you know? So, uh, yeah, I think, I think Hanson's taking this one. Yeah, I've got my... I've got my money on Kay Hansen for the win. Yeah, but yeah, both are making their um, strawweight debut. So that's going to be interesting. Okay, so next up, we jump to the featherweight division. And we've got Jordan Griffin against Yusuf Zala. Now, Griffin, 18 and 7. Right, uh, Zala is eight and two. So, if we if we look at this, right. So, um, Zala is on a two fight win streak. Okay, the Moroccan Devil. Yeah. Um. Hold on. Hold on a second. Hmm. It's a very weird one because when you look at uh Huh Yeah, you 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 look at topology and it's like uh two thing fight win streak but then you you see three losses. I mean it's very confusing. I don't know. Like maybe these are my tie. Like maybe it's my tie. I don't even know. Um Salah, it, it, well, you know, I don't know, taking a look, because, yeah, trying to go through this is a bit impossible, but it's, um, Zala has fought a, it looks like the majority of his career in Bellator, okay, so that's where, uh, yeah, it, it seems he's been doing his thing mostly, um, started off in Dream, and went to Bellator around 2010. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely spent a long-ass time over there. Um, and, yeah, I, his record just seems... It doesn't seem like it's the correct record. So, let's look at the native psycho Jordan Griffin. He's He won his last fight. Okay, and, hmm, okay, something doesn't seem right here, something, yeah, these tapology records are not correct, alright, um, I'm going to do something else. Okay, so I have taken a quick little hop over to Sheer Dog 
And what do I just said about Zala? Yo, that shit's completely wrong. Zala hasn't fought in Bellator. I have no clue what Tapology is talking about. So, um, yeah, it, it seems that Zala has fought mostly at LFA, right? He's on a two-fight win streak, and that those fights were Jamie Hernandez, where he got a flying knee KO at LFA 79. He then fought Austin Lingo at UFC 247, Jones v. Reyes in February, and he got a decision. So, um, yeah, I things got very twisted with that. Um, I would also say, right, that, um, yeah, he, he's got a, a, a few submissions, May, earlier on in his career, right, so yeah, he, he, he's got um, guillotines, arm bars, rear naked, um, and a couple of other kind of chokes, but nothing of late, right, so the last one was in 2018, okay, but that also does tell us that he has, he's got subs, right? So, you know, going to um, Griffin, uh, yeah, he won his last fight against TJ Brown. Um, that was a, uh, yeah, guillotine. Uh, and that was in February. That was on the Benitez uh, Figueredo uh, card, right? So before that, he lost to Chaz Skelly and Dan Eag, but both tough guys. Um, then he, you know, he was on a bit of a run before that. You know, but that was leading up to his, uh, you know, call to Dana White's Contender Series, which, uh, you know, he beat Morris Mitchell there. Lost his first two UFC fights. But yeah, won the last one. And, you know, Griffin is tough. You know, like, he is definitely tough. That's one thing that sticks out when you watch him fight. Uh, but, um, you know, Griffin has a... Yeah, he's got a few um, chokes himself, right? Couple guillotines. Well, no, three guillotines. But four rear naked chokes. You know what I mean? A neck crank. So he's uh you know, he's savvy to that. Right? And I think that's one of the big things. You know, because Griffin has clearly more fights than Zala. So with that experience, they both um they both got subs. I'm going to have to go with Griffin on that one. Okay. So. Then we take a look at. Um, Tashishi Soto. Right. 
so um, Soto is fighting Ramiz Brahmaja um, for a welterweight buyout, right? So Sato is 15 and 3, and Brahmaja is 8 and 2. Yeah, this one, this is an interesting, it's an interesting fight, right? Um, You know, when you, you know, when you look at it, so, Soto, he, um, he last fall, uh, September last year, where he lost by a rear naked choke to um, Bilal Muhammad. Right before that, he um, had a couple of wins. So he beat Matt Vale in Pancrest to uh, get the call up to the UFC, where he beat Ben Saunders via um, TKO. Uh, yeah. And then he had the loss to uh, Bahar. Um, I mean, looking at his record, there are, he has got a couple of submissions, but versus mad early in his career, like twenty thirteen and twenty fourteen. Right since then, it's um he's usually winning by TKO. Uh, a, a few stoppages, but yeah, TKO. He, he seems to be um his way of winning. So we know Soto has got um he's got tough hands, right? So I think that is that is pretty evident. Now, Brahmaja. Hmm. I. His record, I'm, I'm not quite sure, to be honest, because he's not showing up. Um, yeah, it's not showing up on Tapology. It's not showing up on Sheerdog. So, uh, yeah, things could be better in that regard. Hmm. But you know, ink going by records. And everything like that. And the power. And I think it's probably... I'm going to just say Sato. Right? Yeah. I think that's where we're going to go. Okay. So next we jump to heavyweight. And we've got Tanabosa against Philip Lin. So, uh, hmm. This, this is an interesting one. Okay, so um, Bosa is 17, 6 and 1, and Lin is 14 and 4. Right, so um, I think the last time we saw Philip Lin was um, against Andre Orlowski. Right, so he fought Andre Orlowski in May. Uh, on the Smith v Texeria card, and um, he uh, he lost that one, right? But before that loss, he was on a four fight win streak, 
right? Because he was the um the PFL champion. Yeah? So that's how he got to um the UFC. Uh he's got some submissions, right? He's got a good few submissions on his record. Um so we know he's dangerous in that regard. And within the Orlowski fight, you did see that Lin had fast hands. That was evident. Right? So um Yeah. It's an interesting it's an interesting one, right? He's young. I believe he was throwing a lot of kicks and the like. So uh yeah, he's a tough dude. Tough dude. Eats a punch. Right? But Bozer. So he's coming off a loss as well. Uh and that was against Cyril Gan. Uh, in December, right, on the Edgar Zombie card, um, then before that, he'd won his his last two, right, so Gerard Kileni, at Unified MMA, which got him into the, uh, the UFC, he beat Daniel Spitz, um, and, uh, yeah, then that led to the Cyril Gann fight, um, but, yeah, Bozer is, is tough, I believe he used to, um, he used to be an enforcer in ice hockey, right, so, uh, yeah, <laughs> yes, indeed, right, um, He's he's a puncher, you know. Yeah, he, he I think that's definitely fair to say. Um although there are a couple of submissions early on, but like early. 2013, 2014. But since then he's been going for those TKOs or um or it's been a decision. But yeah, Bose, he, he's a come forward and scrap kind of dude, right? So I think we're looking at it, although Bozer has got more fights, I think Lin has more weapons, right? I think, I think Lin's got more weapons and... Yeah, I, I, I think he's probably got more more of an opportunity to win. Right? That that's what I kind of think. He's got the dynamicness and just a variety of attacks. So yeah, I, I, I think Lin is gonna take this one. Okay. So the Headliner of the prelims, we got Louise Penner against Karma Worthy at lightweight. Now Penner is eight and two, and hey, this is the thing that's probably surprising people. Well, they're not taking into consideration when they think about this fight and Karma Worthy. Karma Worthy is fifteen and six. Yeah. Worthy has, um, he's got some fights, right, so, um, 
yeah, let's take a look at this, right? So, um, Violent Bob Ross, he's coming off a win. Okay, so that was against Steve Garcia in February on the Benavides Figueredo card. All right, that went to a decision. Um, yeah, I mean, in the UFC, he is... Man, like, he's only lost two, right? So he, uh, yeah... He's uh, four and two in the UFC. Um, before the Garcia fight, he lost to Matt Farola. He beat Matt Wyman and Steve Pedersen before that. Lost to Mike Trizono, which was a bit of a it was a split decision and it was kind of lackluster that fight. And um, yeah, he his first fight. Was um, you know on the Ultimate Fighter finale, which he won, was against Richie Smullen. Which yeah, that was a that was a weird one. Smullen just didn't seem to show up. Ah, very odd fight. Um, but yeah, like Ross, <laughs> Ross <laughs> Pedder even, um, you know he's definitely got skills. Right, he um he does know submissions, so he got a lot of submissions um. You know, early on in his career, and to win that Ultimate Fighter, uh, since then, you know it, it's mainly decision. Um, there's one TKO, but yeah, he he's mainly been going to decision. Now, when um. You know, we look at Karma Worthy. Okay. So he um he won his D his UFC um debut, which everyone uh knows because he fought his good friend Devontae Smith. Uh but that was that was a little bit a while back. So that was August. Last year on the Cormier v um, Miocic two card, uh, but yeah, that was then. Um, I think there was some fights that got cancelled, but um, yeah, bit of a gap. Uh, but looking at his record, and as I said, look, he's got a long, a longer record. He's been around a lot longer than people. Probably are um, taking giving credit for is I mean it's mainly uh, it's it, like it's mainly like TKOs you know but he does have a few submissions right so I think on that side of things they're going to balance each other out you know. But I think, yeah, so he's got one UFC fight. Now, his other fights have been on smaller cards. So I don't think he's going to get phased with the no crowd. Right? So I don't, I think that's not going to be an issue for him. Uh, it does, with all the TKOs on his record, and especially from the last fight, we know he brings power. 
and Penner, he's a bit upright, he leaves his chin out there a lot of the time, so, um, yeah, I think that, um, yeah, I think uh, Worthy is going to take this one, you know, I think it could possibly be via knockout, or TKO, but, um, yeah, I think, uh, I think Worthy gets the win, but, it will be a fun-ass fight to take us into the main card, which, ooh, is looking a little spicy, people. Yeah. So uh, let's start to look at those fights. Okay, I believe we're starting the main card off with Sean Woodson against Julian Arosa in the featherweight division. Now... Woodson is 7 and 0 and Rosa is 23 and 8. So, let's take a look at these records. Now, um yeah, as as said, like Woodson 7 and 0. You know what I mean? The sniper is hey, he's on a streak, right? So he got to the UFC via the contender series. Uh, he beat Terence McKinney there with a flying knee. Um, and then his UFC debut in October last year, um, you know, he beat Carl Bokniak uh, via decision. So that was the Reyes Weidman card. So, uh, yeah, you know, he's tough. Mainly, um, yeah, mainly doing it by his hands, you know, mostly decisions, flying knee, a TKO, one submission in his first fight, but, um, that seems to be it, so not quite sure what his ground game is gonna be like, but, um, yeah, that's, that's Woodson, so, Woodson goes against Julian Arosa, you know what I mean, and, um, hey, he's got, you know, he's been around a little, little while, right, uh, now, Arosa, he's lost his last three, okay, so, his last fight was against Julio Arosa, um, Arce even, Julio Arce, yeah, that's how you say it, uh, that was, that was May last year, so he's been out for a minute, uh, that was the, the, um, Fight Night 152 Dos v Lee, so he lost by a, a KO, um, in that fight, so actually, right, I kind of feel that the break is probably a good thing. Because, you know, Ank, when you get knocked out, it can affect you in different ways. So if you can take a break, then, hey, it, it gives your head the opportunity to just write itself, you know what I mean? Um, before that, he lost to Grant Dawson, and then he'd lost to Devontae Smith. So he got to the UFC via the Contender Series. Uh, and he beat Jamal Emmers. 
uh, in that one. So, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's a it's a tough situation, right? He's got a lot of fights, a lot of fights. He does have submissions, right? He does have submissions. So that is the one thing for um, you know, Arosa. But he's had two KOs recently. Well, I mean, look, he got KO'd. No, so he got KO'd in 2018, Devontae Smith, and then 2019. Uh, There was a fight in between that went to a decision, but... Yeah, you know, and it, and it's not the first time he's been KO'd, right? So you know when you 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 look at everything, he's what I think he's been KO'd four times, four times. Ah, now there is gaps in between them, but. I, you know what I mean? I think you've only got so many. Right? You've only got so many. Um, I mean, look, we, we can see he's been in some tough situations and all of that. But, hey, when you look at it, right? When you look at it, Woodson, a, a lot of his fights have gone to decision. So you know they've been back and forth Right They've not just been one way fights So Yeah I think I think I'm going to go with Woodson on this one You know uh, You know Arce Look Arce I'm sorry oh, I can't say Arce Erosa is going to come out, right? Because he's lost three, so he knows this could be it. This could be the walking papers if he loses this fight. Now, I do think there is a little bit more wiggle room right now because, you know, not everyone is able to or wants to fight, right? So I think if you want to fight, you can get fights. But, yeah, he, he, Rose has just been, you know, we could see susceptible to those knockout punches. And Woodson, hey, he scraps. Woodson scraps, right? So I, I think he, he's going to crack Erosa. And I think that's, that's where it could go. And also, Woodson, he's not being beaten. Right, so he has got so much confidence. So much confidence where Erosa's confidence might be might be a little low. You know what I mean? So um yeah, I'm gonna go with um with Woodson on this one. Right? So next up we uh, go to the heavyweight division and we've got Morris Green against Jean Valente. Now Green is eight and four, right? And we saw him get to the UFC via the Ultimate Fighter. 
Um, and Volante, man, Volante is 17 and 7. Yeah. You know, I, I, like, it's a weird one because Volante's record isn't the best. But, like, you know what I mean? Watching, watching him fight. You can see that he, he he's a tough dude. Uh, it's just he doesn't seem to always... I don't know, he just doesn't always seem to come out and... Seem to want it. Like, I guess, want it, that's probably a bit harsh, right? It's not that he doesn't want to win. Obviously, people, we want to win. But we don't see him... Just put it all together, right? And when we've seen him put it all together, yo, he's an impressive son of a bitch. So that's always the weird thing with, uh, yeah, Volante. Now, Crochet Boss. Okay, so he's lost his last two, right? So um, he lost to Alexei Olenek. Via armbar this time, uh, and that was on the McGregor Cerrone card in January, um, and then before that, he lost to Sergey uh, Palovich on the Maya v Askren card, and he lost that via TKO. Um, <clears throat> so he, you know, he got to the UFC via the Ultimate Fighter. He did win his first two fights, right? So that was Jeff Hughes um, and Junior Albini. So, you know, we, we, we've seen him do stuff, right? And he's he can win by submission. That's how he uh, won on the Ultimate Fighter finale, right? He won by the uh, triangle. Uh yeah, and he's got a, a f- good few um, submissions outside of the UFC, right? So we have that, but then, you know, I think the one, you know, one thing that you saw in those early fights, like the Olenek fight, Green came out, Green came out really, you know, trying to turn it on. I think there was one point you thought he... Oh, shit, is he going to stop Olenek? But he... He sometimes gasses. And he sometimes seems to take his foot off the pedal. The pedal. The pedal. Right? So that's the... um, Yeah, that's the issues that you have with Green. Now, Volante. um, Who's only a year older than Green. Right, so Green's 33, Volante's 34. Right? Um but Volante so he's coming off of a um he's coming off a loss. Right? So he lost to Michael Oladeshkarashkrashkrashk. Um and that was via TKO. That was on the um Blakovich Santos card. So yeah, Volante's been he hasn't fought since February 2019, which, uh, yeah, you know, seems he's been out for a while, I don't know if it's been injuries or what, um, 
Before that, he'd be Ed Herman. Um, that was on the Smith Uzamir card. Um, he lost to Sam Alvey before that on the Riviera Morais card. He's kind of he alternates Volante. That's the odd thing about his career. Um, you know, I think at the most in the UFC, we've seen him win like uh, two fights in a row, and then he loses a fight. In strike force, he won um, three fights back to back. Harry, so like, yeah, Volante is an odd one, as I've as I mentioned, but I think, I think, I think Volante's got too much. You know what I mean? I yeah, I I think he has got. Too too much experience, too much savvy. So I think Green is definitely going to because Green does come out hot a lot, right? So I think he's going to come out hot and he's going to bring it to Volante. I think Volante's going to survive. Right? We know Volante's got wrestling, just doesn't really use it a lot. But I think he's going to survive, possibly fall back on the wrestling. And, uh, yeah, then he's going to, uh, yeah, kind of grind it out on green and just wear him out, you know? I don't know if there will be a stoppage, but, yeah, I think Volante is going to just sap green's gas tank. I mean, that's what we're going to see here, you know? But next up, people... We've got Brendan Allen against Kyle Dukas. So Allen is 14 and 3, and Dukas is 9 and 0. Right? Hasn't lost a fight. Which, ooh, that is always confidence, right? Always confidence. So this is um, Dukas's USA debut. Right, so before this, he's um he fought a couple of fights in CFFC, right? Um, where he got a couple of uh, submissions, right? So he's done that. He did fight on um, season three of the Contender series. He he won. It was a decision. So I imagine, yeah, I imagine it was a it was an okay fight, but just nothing spectacular. Um, but yeah, he's he has got mostly decisions on his record. You know what I mean? Like um, submissions. Did I say decisions or submissions? Yeah, mostly submissions. Right, he's only got one fight that went to a decision. And that was the contender series, which yeah, you know, you gotta be pissed if you're subbing people and you know, I mean, just doing some nice work, and then you get your big opportunity, and it goes to decision. You got yeah, you gotta be pissed. But hey, he he persevered. He stuck with it, and um, 
yeah, he, he he's got a he's got his first fight in the UFC. So he's um last fight for a C uh, C C C F F C was in February this year. <laughs> All right, so um you know that's always I mean that's always a good thing, right? Because it, you know you're just a bit looser because you fought you know. Regularly, um. So Alan, he um he came via the contender series. Actually, they were both on season three. Uh so on that one, Alan beat Aaron Jeffrey. See, he won via decision by submission. So, you know, there is that, and he's won his two fights. He's won his two fights in the UFC. So he fought on the Reyes Weidman card. He beat Kevin Holland. Uh, that was rear naked. And he beat Tom Breeze on the Benavitez Figueroa um card in February. And he won that one via um TKO. Now, Alan, he like uh yeah, you look at his record. And um, I think the majority of his wins are submissions, right? He does have some TKOs in there, right? One decision, but yeah, for the most part, submissions, right? So this, hey, this is interesting, right? So they both savvy on the ground. We can see that. I think the, the the big thing is though, um, Alan has got, you know, I mean, he he he's 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 got some a a few fights via kind of TKO. Right, so yeah, he he's got that, which, you know, I I I think it says I think it says a lot. I think Alan was also the LFA champion. Um, yeah. So, right? That's just that different level of experience. Right? So he, he's got more fights. Right? He's He's got more fights. He's, you know, fought some big... Like, LFA is one of the biggest... You know, on the regional scene, you would say. Um, so yeah, he he's got that. He's he's got the fact that he has won via TKO as well as submissions. So I think that gives Allen the, the nod here, right? Now, could Ducas pull off an upset for real? Because Hey, although we can see they both got groundwork, right? Similar to submissions as well. It doesn't mean they're the same on the ground. So maybe Ducas is a, 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 a higher level, right? Maybe that's the thing. Um, but, but when you break it down, right? When you break it down, um, yeah, I, I, I think you gotta give it to Alan, you know, on the, um, 
yeah, on the tools and the experience front, okay, so, that people, that brings us to our co-main event of the evening, we have got Mickey Gall, who's 6-2, and two, and he's going to be taking on Mike Platinum Perry, who is 13-6, and six. so this is a welterweight fight, right, and um, yeah, it is interesting, right, so Gaul, he, uh, he won his last fight, right, he, he has um, flip-flopped of late, so he beat uh, Salim Teori um, on the Covington Lawler card, August last year, right, that was a decision, uh, before that was the, the TKO loss to Diego Sanchez on the Jones v Smith card, but, yeah, then he beat George Sullivan on the Gaethje Vic card, but, then he lost to, um, Randy Brown on the Bisbing St. Pierre card, um, so, yeah, it's a tricky one, right, so, he won his first three, uh, UFC fights, right, all by a submission, you know, and, essentially, he'd, you know, he's kind of become who he is on the UFC, you know, he had two amateur fights, one pro fight, and uh, that's where he got found to come to the UFC, right, on uh, Dana White's looking for a fight, and if I remember rightly, I think that they were, you know, Dana was looking at Gaul and his opponent on that one, right, so, um, yeah, you know, Gaul, like, he's an interesting dude, so, yeah, we, we, we see he's got a lot of submissions, so we know he's good on the ground, right, um, beats fighting Platinum Mike Perry, and Perry, ah, I mean, he likes to brawl, right, so he has lost his last two, right, so there was the knockout via Jeff Neal on the Usman Covington card, um, and then he lost to Vicente Lupe, that was the one with his nose halfway across his face, yeah, that was on the Shevchenko Carmouche card, um, he beat Alex Oliveira, you know, that was on the Jacare Hamanton card, he lost to, um, you know, Donald Cerrone, so, it is a, you know, it's a tricky one, right, because Perry has clearly got the more experience, you know, he's been in the UFC since 2016, Right, that was the he made his debut on the Diaz McGregor two card. Um, he has, he you know, he's lost via submission. 
You know, Cerrone caught him in that just sweet armbar. So, you know, but only once. Right? Only once. And we know he's got that knockout power. Right? So we know he can hit. But I would say of late. Right, because you, you know, what I mean, he's definitely tried to change up his style. You know, he, he's tried to get away from just being that crazy ass brawler. So, looking at it, you know, I think, I think Gaul might take this one, right? So, Gaul is good on the ground. You know, he he's. Had some really good training of late. Right? So there's that. Um, I don't... I don't know if we've seen him really get cracked cracked. So there is that. But I think that Perry is coming into this fight super angry. You know what I mean? Like, he is... He just seen you, you hear him in interviews and he is pissed at everyone. It is kind of crazy. He's irritated with Darren Till. You know, and who knows what the fuck's going on with that situation. He's only bringing his girlfriend into the corner. So he hasn't got a coach. Right? And look, he's saying that. You know, when you heard him on Unfiltered, right? He's just like, all right, all the wins, I got those myself. You know, which, yes, once you're in the cage, yeah, you got those wins. But he he's, he's saying that, you know, he's basically taught himself. And I don't know if that is true. You know what I mean? I, 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 I think that's a very over-exaggeration. You know, he's he's decided to simplerize the facts. But, you know, if things go a little crazy, if if Gould gets him to the ground and he's trying to submit him, you know, the coach would be shouting out what to do. He ain't got a coach. So, I think there are a lot of outside-the-fight factors that... Put Perry in a bit of an odd situation. So yeah, I I feel that Mickey Gall. You know what I mean? I think he's gonna take this one, right? I I don't. I he's probably gonna go to the dis the decision. Um, maybe Gall can get a sub, but um, yeah, I think Gall is gonna win. Uh, and that takes us to the main event. And god damn it, this is a this is a tricky friggin' fight. Right? So you look at the records. Pore is 25 and 6. Right? He was the interim champion. Um and Hooker 28 20 and 8. Right? So there's not really a whole heap of fights in between them. Which is kind of crazy, right? 
it is kind of crazy. Um, but Hooker is actually 30. You know? Hooker is 30. And he has been he's been fighting since 2009. Yeah, so yeah. He he he's been around for a while. So he, he made his debut in the UFC uh 2014. Which hey, that just seems so long ago. Right? And and you think about it and you think, man, it, it kinda of, like in your head you kind of feel Oh no, it was only just the other year, right? But no, he's been in he's been in for a minute. Right? So uh you know, he's currently on a free fight win streak. You know? He beat Paul Felder by split decision. Um that was February this year. Um and that was he was yeah, he was the main event with Felder. Uh, he then, he beat Al Quinta via decision, that was on the Whitaker Adesanya card, and he beat James Vick, knocked him out, that was on the Dos Anjos Edwards card, so he last lost against Edson Barbosa, um, and that was... On the Iaquinta League 2 card 2018. Um, now, yeah, you know, so Hooker has got a good record. He's got a good record. He, he likes to throw, right? He likes to throw. There's been uh, a few submissions, a few submissions, you know. A couple in the UFC, but that last one was 2017, so it's kind of like he's not even really looking at that anymore. Now, you go to Poirier, so hey, Poirier's only a year older, right? Um, now Poirier, yes, we know Poirier lost his last fight, that was in the unification fight against Khabib. Oh, that and that was, uh, that was September last year, right? But before that, ooh, yeah, he 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 was on a, a run, you know. He went six unbeaten, with a no contest against Eddie Alvarez thrown in there. Um, I think that was what a, a, a it was. I think it was an eye poke or something like that, or a knee. Um. So yes, but you know he'd be, uh, you know it all started with a win over my, uh, Jim Miller. So he beat Jim Miller. He then it was a no contest with Alvarez. He beat Anthony Pettis, Justin Gaethje. Then in the rematch, he beat Eddie Alvarez. He then beat Max Holloway, and that was for, uh, yeah, that was for the interim belt, right? And, um, yeah, then he, he lost to Khabib. So, you know, like, we know that Poray is tough. Like, Poirier came to the UFC 
2011, right? 2011, he beat Josh Crispy. And before that, he'd, um, you know, he'd fought a couple of times in the WEC, right? So, um, you know, he, he, uh, he made his debut the same year. As Hooker, two thousand and nine. So yeah, it's kind of crazy. Um, you know, the, these guys, they're both tough. You know, they're both tough, and they've both been doing it for a long ass time. Now, I think that Poirier's. I think he might take this one, and I'm saying that because right. So. Hooker's last fight, Hangman's last fight, right, against um, Paul Felder, that was a split decision, and I honestly felt that Felder won that fight, and you look at the beginning, right, Hooker was able to do his thing from the outside, but then Felder started to get inside and crack him, and I think, you know, Poirier can do the same thing, I mean, we've seen Poirier do the same thing, get inside, work the body, you know, do some dirty boxing, uppercuts, all of that shit, elbows, you know what I mean, just bring that pressure and keep that pressure on, so, yeah, I, I, I think that, um, yeah, I think the diamond is gonna take this win, and, hey, that's where it gets interesting, right? Because what will be there for the winner? You know what I mean? Because you could say the hooker, right? Free, free win, um, free win fight streak, a free fight win streak. Ugh, you know what I mean, people. Although the like the competition was like. It is tough. Did you know you think about it? Vic was once seen as a potential contender. Sherry, that was that was the thing. Like Vic isn't he's not a pushover. He's lost the last few, but he's not a pushover, right? And he used to be on a bit of a streak. So there's that. I Quinta, he's he's very tough. Um, and so is Felder, but, uh, like, they're not in the top five per se, you know what I mean, so it's just like, ain't some people have said, oh, Hooker could go, you know, be a title challenger with a win, I mean, yes, but there are other people, you know what I mean, so the win, like, the person who wins this fight, where do they go? Now, a fight against Tony Ferguson, that that's a legitimate thing right there. Um also uh maybe a fight against McGregor, right? Because Khabib isn't fighting Gaethje until September. So if you threw in this fight, you're the winner against say McGregor. And then the winner of that one goes for the belt. That could work. But I do feel that Tony should be in 
that, you know, that contention, um, so, yeah, I kind of feel that it's probably Tony, uh, you know, Tony McGregor and the winner of that gets a shot at the belt, I think that would be fair, but then that does say, right, who does the winner of this one get, and yeah, I don't know, but there are definitely people, right, there's definitely people in the mix, so, uh, hey, it's interesting times, interesting times, people, but let's see if, um, you know, I have more luck this time than I do last time, because, oh, my picks were, um, they weren't great, they were not great at all, like, man, I think, oh, I got one right on the main card, one right on the main card last time, and then on the undercard, man, I, I ate that too, (laughs) I got, I got one right on the undercard, you know, and and that was my goal, Gillian Robinson. So yeah, two friggin' correct picks last week. So hey, let's see if we can do better this week, right? So um yeah, there it is, people. Your um your last fight card before we whisk off to a sunny island in Abu Dhabi. Cool. Okay, people, so, um, yeah, there you have it, right, ah, I don't know, you know what I mean, sometimes these things go, you know what I mean, the way you see them, sometimes shit comes up, because I think the big thing is, how's everyone's preparation been, Jerry, like, that is the big one, right, and how do they, how are they gonna cope with the empty arena? Because we've seen some people embrace it, and some people, yo, they they've kind of been bugged out by it all. So yeah, they're the um, yeah they're the factors that you can't predict for. But uh, hey, I'm looking forward to this card, man. It's a fun one. Uh, so yeah, let's uh, see what happens tomorrow. All right. Cool. Enjoy, as uh, Roman Black would say, enjoy the hostilities. All right. Till next week, people. Peace.